New Hope Outreach Ministries, making a difference by taking the gospel from word to action. And now, today's message. chair over. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father God, I just thank you for this opportunity to share. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are the great teacher. You bring to our remembrance all things. Thank God for that. So I praise you and thank you that we have ears to hear and eyes to see what you want for us today, what you want for me, what you want for each one of your children, because we are precious in your sight, and you want us to live in victory. So we thank you for what you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Well, the title of my message is Kingdom Access. Glory to God. We have a God-ordained ministry in the heavenlies. And every day, I don't know how many years, but for several years, toward the end of a year or the beginning of a new year, I get a word that I feel like is from the Lord. And in October the 23rd of 2021, I got the word heavenly kingdom access. So I've been pondering on that since then, and today is the first day I feel like I've been able to share what it was that the Lord wanted me to, to have on this. And I was looking back at my notes, and the Lord came to me in a dream in 2019. And I kept getting the word, you have access to God. And then I would say, I need to remember this word. That was in 2019. And the Lord reminded me of that in 2021. And this blessed me. Thursday, I was listening to um, Elijah's stream, and Donna Rigney said this, and I thought, all right. Thank you, Lord. The Lord told her that we have easy access to God's kingdom. That says to me that each one of us have the right and the authority to come before the Lord and receive what he has for us. So access in the Greek, it means the act of bringing to. It means to approach. It means that relationship with God whereby we are acceptable to him and have assurance that he is favorably disposed toward us. We have kingdom access to God Almighty. Praise God forevermore. And I looked it up in the vines, and it literally means a leading or bringing into the presence of. We have kingdom access. It denotes the thought of freedom to enter through the assistance or favor of another. God wants us to know 
that we're not on the outside looking in. Every one of us, if we are born again, we have kingdom access. Glory to God. And the Webster said it is a coming to an approach or liberty to approach. So then I looked up kingdom. I like to see what all of, <laughs> all of these things mean to us because, you know, as time progresses, some words may mean something more than it did 100 years ago. Kingdom means royal power. This is what God has given to us people. It means dominion. It means rule. It means the right or authority to rule over a kingdom. God said this year would be a year of kingdom access. Glory to God. We're told in Hebrews 4.16 to come boldly to the throne of grace. Every one of us has been invited to come into the presence of God Almighty. I like what the message says about that. It says, let's walk right up to him and get what he's ready to give. Take the mercy, accept the help. God wants us to believe that we have free access to him any time of the day, any hour of the day. You know, you may not have access to someone that's your prayer partner at all hours, but you always ever have access to God Almighty. We have kingdom access. Glory to God. God wants us to believe for and experience complete free access to God's kingdom. So let's turn to Matthew 16, 19, and I, uh, I'd like to, to show it in the Message Bible, if you would. Now, when, when Jesus asked the disciples, he said, Who do people say that I am? And Peter said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus told him that the church would be built on this, this knowledge. Matthew 16, 19. And then Jesus said, and that's not all. You will have complete and free access to God's kingdom. Keys to open any and every door, no more barriers between heaven and earth, glory to God, earth and heaven. A yes on earth is a yes in heaven, and a no on earth is a no in heaven. Now, it just does not get any better than that, to know that we have complete and free access to the ear of Almighty God at any time, at any hour. And keys represent our authority and our access. Jesus said in Luke 10, 19, in the King James, he said, Behold, I give to you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now, those two words, power, they have different meanings. The first word, power, means authority, means exousia. You have authority. God has given us authority to tread on all the demons that are out there in, 
running rampant in the world right now. And the second word, power, is dunamis. That's, God, that's the inherent power. That's where we get dynamite, the word dynamite and dynamics from. I liked what the King, uh, complete Jewish Bible says. We're to trample down snakes and scorpions, indeed all the enemy's forces, and you will remain completely unharmed. Glory to God. In this hour that we're living in, we have to know that we have authority over the enemy. Because if we don't take authority over him, he's going to run rampant over us. And he is running rampant over the people that do not know him or believers who do not know their authority. And God wants us to know that we have authority over the devil. It doesn't matter if you are a child. It doesn't matter if you are old, old. It doesn't matter. We have authority. And it doesn't matter if you're strong. It doesn't matter if you're weak in the natural. We have authority. Praise God. Praise God. The Amplified says of, of that verse, Behold, I have given you authority and power to trample upon serpents and scorpions and physical and mental strength and ability. Oh, do we need to know that we have physical and mental strength because we are bombarded on a daily basis with the negativity that is in the world. Glory to God. We have physical and mental strength and ability over all the power that the enemy possesses and nothing shall in any way harm you. Glory to God. I so appreciate the word of God where he tells us how precious we are. The word of God is God speaking to us. You may be saying, well, God never speaks to, you, to me. Well, do you ever get in the Bible? because he's speaking to you in the word of God. And I so appreciated, as I was studying for this, 2 Thessalonians 3, 3 in the New American Standard, it says God will protect us from the evil one. We need to put that everywhere we can see it. No matter what the devil is trying to do in this earth today, God Almighty, our Heavenly Father, who loves us, who sent Jesus to die for us, He says He will protect us from the evil one. You can send your children to school knowing that if you trust God and you place the blood of Jesus over them, that they are going to be protected. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We have been promised kingdom access and kingdom authority. And there were only three places in the King James that this word access was. So I just want to read them to you and, and bring to your attention who is telling us who is doing this for us. Romans 5, 2 in the King James says, By whom, by whom also we have access by faith, into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Who does this for us? Jesus. 
It's by Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, that we have access by our faith. We have to have faith for this. Glory to God. Ephesians 2.18 says, For through Him we both have access by one Spirit to the Father. Ephesians 3.12 says, In whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of Him. See, we have to believe it. We're not the ones that are going to do this. It is God Almighty, Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, that is doing that on our behalf. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Remember the devil accused God of uh, putting a hedge around Job? Now, this was Old Covenant. Hallelujah. If God did it in Old Covenant, we have a new and better covenant. Job lived above all the evil until he allowed fear to get in. And we have seen in the last two years what fear has done. Fear shut down businesses. Fear shut down churches. Fear caused people to, to not congregate together. When God said in the last days, remember, don't forget to assemble yourselves together as the day approaches. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. We are not to let fear get into our hearts. Job did that. It was the fear that opened the door to the devil. And the devil didn't even know it. God has to say, well, he's already in your hand. Because Job said in uh, I think Job 3.25, he said, The thing I so greatly feared has come upon me. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. And if fear tries to take hold of you, you say, No, devil. God, this is not from God. I'm not allowing this to come into my life and into my heart because I'm not allowing you to have authority over me. Fear is what allows the devil in. And I hate to tell you, but the news media is being used mightily of the devil to bring fear in the hearts of people. And we need to shut that down and shut it out of our lives because we have, we have work to do and we cannot be in fear. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. The devil could not touch uh, Job until Job let fear in. Glory to God. The hedge of, listen to this, the hedge of protection was around Job, around his house, around everything that he had. Oh, Jesus. Think about this, when Adam and Eve sinned, what, what was the first thing that they said when God said, where are you? Job said, we were afraid. Fear is what the devil brings. Fear, the very thing. Adam walked with God in the cool of the day and blessed their hearts, they listened to the devil and let fear in and caused all this mess <laughs> that we see rampant. 
Jesus came to give us absolute fullness of life. That word life is zoe. It is a God kind of life. Let's look at John 10, 10. In case you have a question about who's doing what in this world, this is the, the answer to it. John 10, 10. The thief comes not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they may have life absolute fullness of life and that they may have it more abundantly glory to God the Jewish Bible says life in its fullest measure that is the dividing line of the Bible Satan over here God over here that's the dividing line there is no question any evil any negativity it ain't of God, it is of the devil, and we have been given authority. He is the God of this world, and bless God, one of these days, very soon, I believe, he's going to lose. He's, his lease is going to run out. Hallelujah. We've been given kingdom access to every benefit that God has. His plans are only good, good for us. We have that promise in both the Old and the New Covenant. Okay, listen to some of these verses about our protection. Hebrews 2, 14. For as, for as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he, speaking of Jesus, also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy, render ineffective him that had the power of death and in case you didn't really know who it was he said that is the devil glory to God Colossians 1 12 through 14 in the King James giving thanks to the father which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us, he has transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Colossians 2.15 says, Having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. That doesn't sound like that we have to go through this life, poor, beggarly, beat up people. Jesus defeated him, and we, the body of Christ, are to take our authority and reign and rule like he told us to because he told me we have kingdom access. Glory to God. Listen to the Phillips of this verse. Colossians 2.15. Jesus, speaking of Jesus, he exposed them, the principalities and powers, shattered, empty, and defeated in his final glorious triumphant act. Now, does that sound like he left us to just make our way on this earth 
and live, get battered around by every demon force. No! We're to stand up like God intended us to and take our authority. Glory to God. It's time for the church of the Lord Jesus Christ to tell the devil to cease and desist in his maneuvers. We need to take back our nation. We need to take back our church. We need to take back the things that he has stolen from us. And we do that with the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus and our faith in what he has said that belongs to us. Glory to God. Romans 16, 20 in the Amplified. I just, I love, I so love to remind the devil what God said was going to happen to him. Listen to this in the Amplified, the classic edition. It says, and the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. Glory to God. Glory to God. We have the promise in the, in the Old Testament of God's protection. He said in Psalm 91, 3 through 6 in the King James, Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler. Does this say maybe, maybe you're going to get it, maybe you're not? No, you know, you just don't know what God's going to do. No, he said, surely. He, will, he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings shall you trust. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. Listen to this. You shall not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor for the destruction that wastes at new day. Now we've been told there's another route of COVID coming. Stand on the word of God. Amen. Pull out Psalm 91 and declare that over you and your family. How about Psalm 23 verses 4 and 6? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, and I like what the complete Jewish Bible says, even if I pass through death, dark uh, ruins. <laughs> can't read my writing. <laughs> death, dark ruins. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anointed my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Just sit down at that table in the presence of the enemy and say, pass the prosperity, please. Pass the healing, please. Pass the deliverance, please. See yourself seated at that table. That's not, that's not a table in heaven. That's a table down here on this earth. Glory to God in the presence of the devil. I've got news for you. The devil ain't going to be in heaven. Thank God forevermore. 
One of these days we are going to be so free and so delivered and so loved when we get to heaven. But in the meantime, we are to live life victorious on this earth because Almighty God told us to. The church of the Lord Jesus Christ is not to be under the circumstances. We are to reign and rule in this life. And it is time for us. Glory to God. I've missed it. We've all missed it. But it's like the Lord is saying, come on. Come on. You have got authority. Don't you be intimidated by what, what people are coming against you. How the enemy is trying to make you think that you're useless, no good. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want us to be so assured of our authority that the moment our eyes pop open and we put our feet on the floor in the, in the morning, that those demons say, oh, no, there they are again. And we can reign and rule over them. Glory to God. Push them back. They, They've been pushing us long enough. And it's time for us to push back on the enemy Amen. and say, thus far and no further. Amen. It's time for us to say, time's up, devil. I know who I am. And my God says, I have authority over you. My God says, I have victory over you. Glory to God. And Jesus, precious Lord Jesus, he said, I leave you my peace. It says in John 14, 27, and I've got it in the new, uh, one new man. He said, I am leaving peace with you. Glory to God. Oh, do we need peace. He said, I give my peace to you. I am giving to you, not just as the world would give. I've got a newsflash. The world does ha not have peace. It does not have any peace to give to you. He said, your heart must not. This is a command from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Your heart must not ever trouble you. And it must stop being timid. We need to become bold as that lion that Jesus said we would be. Stand up and roar like you've never roared before. Glory to God. Peace is shalom. It's more than just nothing missing, nothing broken. It means tranquility, justice. Listen to this. Sufficient food, clothing, housing, Divine health with no sickness. It means an absence of disorder, injustice, bribery, corruption, conflict, lack, hatred, abuse, violence, pain, suffering, immorality, and all other negative forces. In essence, it means no good thing is withheld. Whatever you need, God's peace wants to give it to you. 
wants to draw it to you like a magnet. Glory to God. You need, don't let the threat of food shortages make you afraid. Peace says it will give you sufficient food, sufficient clothing, sufficient housing. Glory to God. Jesus Christ Almighty was sent to set us free. Luke 4, 18, in the one new man, Jesus said, He has sent me to preach release to captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to send release to the oppressed. Remember when he came out of the wilderness? He went and he found that place in Isaiah 61 and he read that to them. That's what he read to them. But in the um, Isaiah 61 and the one new man, this, it says, the a spirit of Adonai, the Lord, is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the humble. He has sent me, okay, sent me to proclaim, uh, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and opening of eyes to those who are bound. Glory to God. I don't know if you remember or not, several months ago, that was a word that God had given me about the veil has been removed. God has taken the veil off our eyes so that we could see clearly what belongs to us, so that we could speak clearly what belongs to us. Glory to God. That word um, in the note on this, in this Bible, it says, the literal meaning of opening the eyes is referring to both opening both spiritual and natural eyes and ears. God wants to open spiritual and natural eyes and ears. He moved on Paul in Ephesians 1. And I, I challenge you to pray that prayer for yourself and your family every day. Ephesians 1, 16 through 23, on into uh, verses uh, 2, Ephesians 2, 1, and then drop down to 4 and read through 6 for you and your family because it's talking about the authority that God wants us to have. It is time for the church to wake up, and I know that the church is waking up. More and more I hear people talking about the authority of the believer. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And here's a little book. I challenge you to go on Billy Brim's website. It's $3, and it tells you how to take your authority on a daily basis and to not let the devil reign and rule over you, how you take your seat with Jesus Christ and, and let God show you what your authority is and let God show you what he wants you to pray for that day. That's why it's so important to have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You don't know how to pray most of the time. You don't know what's going on in the world most of the time. But the Holy Spirit, if you will yield yourself to him, he said you would pray the plans and purposes of God, the mysteries of God. We need every weapon that God has provided 
And that weapon of speaking in tongues is mighty and it is powerful and it did not go away with the, the apostles. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is still here and if you don't have it, all you have to do is say, Lord, I want the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues and he gives it to you. Glory to God. End of discussion. <laughs> God's original plan was for man to have dominion. His original plan, Genesis 1, 26 through 29, in the King James, God said, let us, it wasn't just God the Father, or God the Son, or God the Holy Spirit. He said, let us, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Woo, glory. And let them, that have, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. That includes the devil. Glory to God. And you notice it didn't say authority over man. We do not have authority over man. We have authority over creeping things and demons. Glory to God. If you like to fish, you have dominion over the fish. If you like to hunt, you have dominion, <laughs> dominion over the birds or whatever. I, I went hunting with Jerry one time to hunt birds, and I just sat in the chair, and he accused me of praying him away. <laughs> He said, I couldn't get a one because you prayed them away. <laughs> so that showed me I had authority over the birds and I didn't want them to get killed. <laughs> Praise God. So don't invite me to go hunting with you. Hallelujah. Okay, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created him him. Male and female created he them and God blessed them didn't curse. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. God hasn't changed his mind. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Glory to God. The Amplified says, let them have complete authority over those things. Dominion means to rule and reign and to prevail over and to govern. And I, one of the, the um, older Hebrew uh, books said that likeness means exact duplication and kind. You were made exactly, created exactly like the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. You get up in the morning and you say, Ooh, glory. You are in the exact likeness of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. Go on out there and get them. Glory to God. Go on out there and reign and rule. Hallelujah. Think about this. The devil tried to take everything back, didn't he? And he, ex 
he succeeded to, you know, during Adam's time and in, during the old covenant before Jesus came. But Jesus defeated him. And how did he do that? He did it with the word. Think about this. When they were trying to kill Jesus, they took him out to the edge of a cliff and they were going to stone him to death. And Jesus just walked right away. How did he do that? He just walked. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if he disappeared or what, but he just walked away. What about when he was in the boat and he said, we're going to the other side. And the devil brought, it's, it's one of the uh, commentaries said it was like a hurricane on that boat. The devil tried to drown him. But what did Jesus do? He got up and said, peace be still. Glory to God. Jesus gave us that same kind of authority. Don't let tornadoes threaten you. We have tornadoes try to come here. Take your authority. You're not coming near my house. You're not destroying my city in Jesus' name. Glory to God. In any and every circumstance that the devil tried to bring about against Jesus, he defeated him with the word of God. With the word of God. That's your authority. The word of God. Hallelujah. Until it was time, the devil couldn't touch him. But I thank God that Jesus went to the cross. He went to hell for us. He was beaten to a pulp for us. And he came out of that grave victorious for us. Jesus defeated him, and he took the keys of death and hell. Hallelujah. Revelations 1.18, Jesus said, I am he that lives and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. So be it. And I have the keys of hell and of death. Glory to God. We've been delegated the same authority that Jesus had. Matthew 28, 18, Jesus said, I, I have authority and I'm giving it to you. Go and do likewise. He said in Ephesians 1, and 23, that he put all, all things, have been, Paul was writing this. He said, and put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that fills all in all. We're seated with him. We are seated with him. Glory to God. When, when you get up in the morning and you do your prayer time, see yourself seated at the right hand of Father God Almighty. Glory to God. Enjoy your fellowship with him. And then ask him, what would he have you to do this day? to bring great discredit and dis disarray upon the enemy. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Ephesians 2, 5 and 6, it says, Even when we were dead in sins, Jesus has quickened us together with Christ. By grace you are saved and have raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places, in Christ Jesus. I have given you enough scriptures today to help you realize 
that God Almighty gave us authority. And God Almighty is expecting the church of the Lord Jesus Christ to rise up in these last days like we have never risen up before because he is waking us up to our authority to stand toe-to-toe with the devil and say, you are not getting me and mine. You are not getting my city. You are not getting my state, and you are not getting my nation. This nation is in covenant with God Almighty. Our forefathers made a covenant with God. And God has not forgotten his covenant with this nation. So we need to to not allow any of the negativity that is out there to make us think that we ain't going to make it. Jesus Christ is coming back for a glorious, spotless church, and that's us. That's us because we know our authority, and we're not going to let the devil reign and rule over us and our family any longer. We are going to reign and rule over him, and he is going to rue the day that we were born. Hallelujah. And there is nothing in the Bible that tells us that we're to pray to Jesus to get rid of the devil. He told us that we have authority. We need to use our authority and and. You know, get over this, oh, Jesus, Lord Jesus, help me. No, take your authority, bless the Lord. We are to do that. We have weapons at our disposal. We have the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony. We have the word of God and the message of uh, Ephesians 6, 17 says, God's word is an indispensable weapon. Ooh, glory. Glory to God. You don't have to fight. You enforce. Glory to God. Philippians 2, 9 and 10. Listen to this. Wherefore God has also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus... Oh, I love to just say the name of Jesus and imagine that the devil and his minions have to bow their knee. Every time I say Jesus, they have to hit the floor. And I say Jesus, and they hit the floor. I love to torment the devil. He's tormented me long enough, and I want to torment him for the rest of my life. Glory to God. It says, at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth. Those demons that are running rampant on the earth right now, you say, Jesus, 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 and they have to bow their knee. Just, to, just envision that. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I remember a time... When we were in Germany, and, you know, on the Autobahn, you can drive as fast as you want to. And everybody drives faster than 70, I guess. (laughs) And we came upon a wreck. I mean, it was car after car in front of us. And here we were, I guess, speeding also. And all I had time to say was, Jesus, and those cars... I tell you the truth, they separated, and we got through it. I mean, there was debris all over the highway, and I turned around and looked, 
that came back together. Now that was God. That was using the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Just think about that. All you have to remember today is the name Jesus. Hallelujah. Smith Wigglesworth said, There's a place in God where Satan dare not go. Hallelujah. And that is where we're to operate from. I love what Brother Hagin said. I'm about to close here. I couldn't wait to get here. <laughs> Brother Hagin, I mean, he did a, a, a great study. I think he said in 41 or something that he did a study about authority. He, he just couldn't, couldn't kind of get it together. But he said, he concluded the church has authority we have not been using. He said, when we realize our authority, we will rise up and do the works of Christ. And he further said, as a result of my studies, he said, I think he said he, he did a study for about 12 years before it finally clicked in him. I concluded that we as a church have authority on the earth that we've never realized. And when I was studying on this kingdom access, one morning I was sitting there and I said, it just, it just came to me. I said, I've missed it. I have missed it. I have not realized my complete authority. And I want to operate in that authority. I want to do such great damage to the enemy. I want us as believers to do such great damage to the devil and his minions that the world will take notice and they will say, I want what you've got because I see that you are walking through this unscathed. Glory to God. He said, uh, I concluded that we as a church have authority on the earth that we've never yet realized, authority that we're not using. A few of us have barely gotten to the edge of that authority. Listen, but before Jesus comes again, there's going to be a whole company of believers who will rise up with the authority that is theirs. They will know what is theirs, and they will do the work that God intended that they should do. Hallelujah. And I decree and I declare that's us. I say we're that generation. This church is that generation. Hallelujah. And this was a, a word that the Lord gave Terry Pearsons when she was praying about some of the things going on in the nation. When asked what we need to know now in the face of this crazy world with this deception and its darkness rising up, the Lord told her, there is no power so great that the authority of the believer is not greater still. There is no power so great that the authority of the believer is not greater still. 
all the demons in hell combined together times ten cannot overcome the authority of one believer. Ooh, glory. Hallelujah. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that for myself. And when the devil raises his ugly head, which he does, and I got news for you. The Bible says the devil comes immediately to steal the word. So you're going to have an opportunity today. I'm not speaking evil on you. I'm speaking what the word says. I want you to be aware that when division or whatever tries to come against you, you realize who it is and you realize that you have authority and you tell the devil, I am not taking that from you. You are not stealing the word from me in Jesus' name. We're to daily take our place of authority. I mentioned that. That's what Billy Brim has in this book, the authority of the believer and how to use it. Glory to God. And I've been thinking, and I'm going to do this. I'm going to get this book for every member of my family, no matter how young they are. They may not pick it up right away, but I believe God will move on them to pick it up when they need it and to start using their authority. And I challenge you to do the same thing for your loved ones. Glory to God. God gave us dominion over the work of his hands. We're fully equipped to reign and rule. Listen to this in 2 Corinthians 10, verse 4. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. I love what the, how the message says it. The tools of our trade aren't for marketing or manipulation, but they are for demolishing that entire massively corrupt culture. We use our powerful God tools for smashing warped philosophies tearing down barriers erected against the truth of God, fitting every loose thought and emotion and impulse into the structure of life shaped by Christ. Our tools are ready at hand for clearing the ground of every obstruction and building lives of obedience into maturity. So why is it so important for us to know and walk in our authority? Acts 3, verse 21, says that G heaven must receive, talking about Jesus, until the restu restitution or restoration of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of his holy prophets. We have been given power and authority. And when we begin to reign and rule, Jesus is coming back for a glorious, spotless church. When we take our authority, I believe we are going to get out of here. Glory to God. I don't know if you believe in rapture, but I do. And if you don't, you can stay. <laughs> but I plan to go with the first load. 
glory to God. And I plan for my family to go with the first load. Because if you think it's bad now, just wait until the body of Christ, the believers, are out of this world. It is going to be hell on earth, and none of us want to be part of that. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Think about this. I, I thought about this. We, because we were born on earth, we have legal authority on this earth. But devil, the devil and his minions were created. They want somebody's body to operate through. They want somebody's voice to speak through. But we have been given a body. We have been given authority. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So I believe God is restoring what he wants restored in these last days. You know, Paul and Peter both said that uh, these are the last days. Well, that was a long time ago. <laughs> so we are in the last of the last days. But we're not to be in fear. We are to rejoice that we have authority on this earth. And God wants us to know when we speak his word, he's backing it. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Oh, I praise you. I praise you. I thank you that we know, we know in part, but I'm asking you to reveal to us on a level that we've never known before what our authority is. And I trust you to do that because it's your will it is your will for us to be victorious. And Jesus is waiting for us until we, restoration, restoration of all things. Thank you for it. And I praise you and honor you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. <laughs>